What's happening people? Welcome back to the podcast. Now in today's episode I've actually done this sort of style of podcast ages ago, maybe like a year ago and what happens is I actually, it's one of those podcasts that I've actually sent to a lot of people but it was my first, I think it was my first time doing a solo podcast so I'm very self-conscious of the fact I've been sending people to this podcast, the information in it is really good but I am speaking like I'm eight years old because I'm fucking terrified of doing a podcast on my own and I was doing it in a studio back home so Paul who runs the studio back home he sits in the corner of those solo ones and I see when I've got someone in the room with me when I'm being a weird little boy and talking to myself it makes me feel even weirder and I can't actually get my points across properly so I like to lock myself in this garage and um, talk to the camera so I can be a light, a right little weirdo. Anyway, before we get into the episode, I've had, it's because my Instagram is when, um, has grew quite a lot recently, I've got a lot of inquiries coming through. Um, so I've got an application form that'll be in the description below. Um, so if you want to apply for coaching, your best bet is to do that application form or you can DM me more info. Again, the application form right now is probably better because I currently have about 800 people who are dependent on alcohol who um, have messaged me. So it's very hard to sift through those um, because those I've done like two reels on alcohol and they went fucking mental. Anyway, right, so this episode, before we get into it, probably every single day for maybe the last three years, two and a half, three years, I get a message on Instagram that looks something like, hello Gavin, my name's Susie, um, I am 195 pounds, I'm five foot eight, um, I've got a dog called Lila, I take it four walks uh, a, a day and the dog is a, is a cross between a Labrador and a fucking German Shepherd. Fuck, that'd be a great dog, by the way. Um, and it sometimes does about four poos. Um, I broke up with my husband about eight years ago. Um, I, I've, I do consultancy as a job. Um, and I'm half Scottish, half um, Egyptian. How many calories should I be on? that is something and sometimes these are like three minute voice messages by the way if you're gonna dm me something please do not send me a voice message i cannot be arsed listening to two minutes of someone i don't know please don't do that anyway right so the long story short i get messages every day asking how many calories should i be on long story short i don't know the fucking answer because i don't know anything about you um and you don't know the answer because you you don't know anything about yourself and this podcast is literally to teach you how to teach yourself how to know how many calories you should be on because calorie calculators will not give you the correct answer and there isn't a correct answer there's only sort of ranges and there's only sort of things you can try so this whole it's not it's not just about how many calories you should be on the whole podcast is about the framework you should follow to lose weight and the framework i get i use myself for clients to, who want to lose weight this is exactly pretty much everything that I would do with a client. So also, because there's so much nuance to this and because there is so many variables, you are like, oh, I cannot, like, because it comes across as salesy when I say this, but you would literally save yourself so much time and stress 
if you just got a coach for six months if you've been trying to lose weight for 10 years you've done slimming world everything like that or you've like been in the gym you've never actually like had a trainer or anything you just wing it in the gym you and the amount of money you spend on all of these different things over the years if you just got a good coach who actually has good intentions and stuck to something for six months with the guidance of someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about you would save yourself a shit ton of time so again just apply dm me more info or use the application um form that's in the description right so we'll get in like i've got the diff so as usual i, I do like little subject sections if you're, you're new to the podcast i've done about 11 the last like 10 or 11 have been on my own i usually do guest ones but the ones that are on my own i'm just trying to teach people because right now i'm in australia when i move back again back home or when i'm back home for a few months i'm going to be doing those more guest ones but for now i'm just going to pretty much do in-depth um podcasts to teach people about what i basically talk about on instagram and tiktok because those reels man like if, if you even listen to me right now or especially if you listen to the guest ones you'll realize that like i'm not really like those reels it's just fucking social media like i make the same jokes if anything i fucking i'm quicker witted on podcasts or when i'm talking to someone but those those reels are just what i know is going to do well and what i know is going to help my business and they might slightly help people but if i was to actually sit and make a reel and go right what is the most vital information people should know um and like what where do people lack in knowledge and i was to actually say those things nobody'd watch them so it'd be pointless because it's all about algorithms and it's all about like hooking people in and stuff and people don't actually pay attention to the stuff they need to hear they need to be invested in someone and then they might listen to a podcast and then they might actually learn because they listen to something for an hour where they're actually engaged in what the person is saying so my reels are just to pull people in and if i get them in the podcast then i can definitely teach them um but so you'll notice that i'm a wee bit different on the podcast because reels is pretty much just me times 58 percent and right so the subsections so before we even start we need to know or we need to have a look at what you've been currently doing for the last three months and um, because a lot of people come to me and they're like i've lost this amount of weight i'm stuck that's a problem and that's what i'm going to cover in there then the next one is you're starting like what calories and stuff i'd start you on um the next one after that is what else to do alongside of all of this um then the next one after that is when to change things so when to change your calories etc next one after that is mindset i'm not going to go too deep into mindset because this is i want to just give you the fucking the numbers the brass numbers and the actual like framework to follow rather than being like oh you need to fucking whatever do you know what i mean with the mindset shit um speak about that sort of thing enough and then the last one is bringing your calories back up after i'm gonna go through stuff like that quite a lot um so calories over like if you're to look at your if your goal is weight loss right and like you're listening to this podcast because you want to know like the best way for you to lose weight what how many calories you should be on what you should be doing um and what you should be following then before you even think about this what has your last three months looked like so if you've lost quite a lot of weight over the or just say six months right if you've lost weight over those six months if you've spent most of those tight most of that time in a restricted calorie phase it doesn't matter what i say next you need to get out of that so i would honestly say right now 
judging by my messages, I'd say about like maybe like one in three people and like you need to stop dieting for a while you need to build your calories up for like the next three or four months because you've been some people will be like oh I'll, I'll be like how long have you been dieting for and like oh, I've been dieting for the last like two years I've lost like four stone and now I'm stuck and I'm like you need to stop dieting you need to stop being on less calories there's nowhere for you to go They're like oh I'm on 1200 calories but I keep binging and I'm like yep that's because your body's rejecting you because you've been restricted for so long and um, you've been driving your metabolism down it's not broken we'll maybe go into that it's not broken but what you need to do is bring your calories up and start building them up this is why i bang on every fucking day about lifting so much and actually focusing on that before everything else that is your main priority that's why because if you get sucked into this trap of trying to lose weight it's like a never-ending goal and you'll just keep moving the goalposts like i did like i talk about all the time you'll see it in my videos for from about 18 to 22, 23, maybe 17. 17 is when I lost quite a lot of weight. Then for the next like five to six years, I just kept on trying to lose weight. So I would constantly lose and regain the same like three stone. And I would get, every time I would lose weight, I would get to a new low and then I'd bounce back up. And when I got to those new lows, I would still hate how I looked and I would only focus on what I weighed. And every single time I had a new low, I'd be like, I still look like shit. I still need to lose another five pounds drive myself into the ground and then I would just gain weight again because I just lose the fucking plot for like three months because of it and I would gain weight rapid because of it because I'd drive my metabolism so low that I would my hormones would be into the ground then I would lose the plot and I'd be ravenous be like uh, like I wouldn't get I wouldn't get full up from eating I wasn't like I wasn't I didn't have an eating disorder I, I've read too much about eating disorders to know what it what um what an eating disorder looks like i never had that i definitely had a very unhealthy relationship with food and my body but i didn't have an eating disorder but i would say i was ravenous because of how much i restricted my calories so if you've if you've been dieting for a while you need to build your calories back up so when i say bringing your calories back up that's going to be the last subsection so probably like maybe say 40 50 minutes into this podcast i'm not sure yet because i've not actually said the things yet but at the end i'll go through that actually no we'll do we'll just talk about it for two seconds because some people might not have the attention span to get there so say you were to call, come on with me and you'd really, you'd lost like three stone over the last year um, and you spent most of that time and you say you're a woman um and you went from fucking 100 kilos down to like 80 kilos um and you still want to lose like another 10 say um, or another like five to ten and you've never lifted before what i'd get you to do is say you've you're like oh i've been trying to eat 1300 um i would bring you straight up to like 1700 1800 explain to you your weight is probably going to go up like a kilo or two but that's going to be mostly because you're going to have more food inside you when you weigh yourself and our aim for literally three four months it would just be a case of we'd be like asking you how do you feel in general are you hungry is your strength going up in the gym um, do you feel like you've got more energy than you did it's just like literally asking you stuff like that and um, rather than being like right it's a certain amount of time and then we, we cut you down it's more and it's you might be like struggling with the mindset of eating a little bit more you might also 
just struggle with getting the food in at the start because it's a bit of a mind fuck. So it might take a while for you to get up to those calories and get to grips with it. But then I'd be trying to push you up for like three or four months to maybe get you up to like 2,200. If you're, if you're a woman and you're like 80 kilos, you're like, say you're like five foot eight or whatever, chances are if I push your calories up to like 2,200 over like three or four months, you probably won't gain weight. Um, more like the the average maintenance of a woman would say it's like 2,000 to 2,100. If you're 80 kilos, after a time of building your calories back up, you can probably get to 2,200. You can probably you can even probably get to like two four, two five without actually gaining gaining any fat, and you'll get a shit ton stronger by doing that. But I would the thing is if you've drove if you've been dieting for that long, you have no other choice but to do that, um because if you try to go lower in calories, you won't be able to do it and you'll just do it. This is how people yo-yo forever. It's one of the most important things to learn. To like, I think I've done an Instagram poll one time where I was like, how many of you have ever just focused on like eating the same amount of calories to stay the same weight for an extended time or even like two weeks? And people were like, I'm, I'm either dieting or I'm not dieting. So I'm either dieting or I'm not giving a fuck and I'm binging and gaining weight. If you never learn to eat in the middle, you'll you'll constantly yo-yo for and it's like a never ending cycle. It never ends until you learn how to eat in the middle to, to not really gain weight. So just kind of stay in the same weight. And if the the most ironic thing is, if you keep restricting yourself and you've brought your metabolism down, you'll stay the same weight anyway. You won't gain anything from restricting yourself. And your metabolism can adapt both ways. So it adapts as you lose weight and you, you're carrying less on you, your metabolism will be lower as a consequence of that, but it'll also just adapt to the, it would also just do little things like you'll stop fidgeting as much, you'll stop, you'll have less energy, like it'll just do things to stop you losing weight because your body doesn't actually want to let go of fat, so it also does it the other way. You can manipulate your calories up the weight and your metabolism will adapt up the way as well. You, you'll fidget more, You'll have more energy. You might do more steps without even knowing you're doing it. You'll just be a wee bit more active if you slightly manip your, manipulate your calories slowly over time. Spent a lot of time talking about that, but it's just something that a lot of people need to learn. And I know a lot of people that follow me need to learn it. And it's just as a byproduct of talking about weight loss so much, I just know so many people have to hear that. Right, so just say maybe you're the opposite we're starting the next one right so what what you should start on you're starting calories if a client came to me and they'd actually gained two stone over the last two years and they'd maybe recently been on a holiday gained seven pounds and they've actually been the opposite they've been consuming too many calories for quite a while and um, which is again is probably more often the case i just wanted to go through that at the start they don't need to worry about any of the bring it because a lot of people are like, oh my metabolism must be fucked you're pro probably eating uh far too much um calories and probably because of the choices of food you're making more than anything you don't even realize that you're eating more calories a lot of people even i think they're on 1200 the the problem isn't what i've been talking about before with their metabolism and stuff and um, the problem is they do that for like three days and then they don't realize that that cheat day they had on Saturday and Sunday was actually five, 6,000 calories because a Domino's is like 2,500 calories and they've actually been consuming way more than they think they have. Um, important to note, just because I am kind of going through a rough framework 
of clients, I'm literally just talking about what I do. I tell everyone that comes on with me straight away, like maybe 50% of guys will be like, oh, I'm on 1800 calories. And 50% of women will be like, oh, I'm on 1200 or 1300. That's our go-to numbers. And after working with all of these people for a month, I can tell you not one time were those people consuming what they thought they were consuming. Not once. They either weren't tracking it at all, or they were tracking it completely wrong, or they were doing it for like two days, or they were just fucking... Sometimes people say these things because they don't want to admit what they're actually doing, which is a whole other kettle of fish, which is fine. Like, I get that. I absolutely get that. Like, there's stuff that I don't want to tell people I'm doing. Obviously, be embarrassed about that sort of thing. So, but just so you know, that's never the case ever. I've never experienced it one time. Um, so when tracking calories, right, or not tracking calories, well, I'll get you to track your calories. Use my fitness pal or num, whatever, doesn't really matter. Whatever you find is the best app for you, I'd get you to track. I'm trying, I'm gonna try just name the things. I don't wanna go into details like how to track or anything like that. That's not what this is about. Um, the other thing is like, I don't give people calorie calculators. Don't do, I don't get all their information and put it in a calorie calculator. I've got two ranges for males and females. I'll stick them on a number in that range um, and then I'm going to see how their weight reacts over the next week. Now, some people, maybe like 20%, aren't on with me for weight loss or they're going up the weight. Let's just presume they're trying to lose weight. I will tell you exactly how I figure out what calories to put them on. So if they've been gaining weight, right, um, I'd say most, so women, I'll start them on anywhere between 1,700 to 2,000. Um, it doesn't matter if they don't lose weight over the first two weeks. I hope, I just want to make that clear. We're not, like 90% of the time, if they stick to the calories, they will lose weight. The other 10%, maybe they haven't got the hang of tracking yet, um, which is with coaching, that's something that like can happen. I'm like to people don't expect to get this straight away. Um, and the other ten percent, then maybe they won't lose. They won't lose weight on the starting calories, um, but then that's where we've figured out where it will bring them down by one hundred, and then those they usually start losing weight. So when you start this, it's not about you're not trying to see quick progress. You're trying to figure the fuck out where you're at, what you need to do. First week is first week or two, you're fucking getting a feel for things and seeing how your body reacts to stuff. So. For women, anywhere between 1,700 to 2,000. For men, anywhere between 2,300 to 2,600. Sometimes I change those numbers on videos. I've said something different, but, you know, roughly round about then. Like, if you're on the higher end of those, not like if a guy's like comes to me, he's 140 kilos or whatever, I'll be sticking him on like 2,700, 2,800. Um, maybe even 3,000 if he tells me that he's been eating way more than that quite for quite a while. Women, if they've got a lot, lot of weight to lose, I'll maybe stick them on 2,000. Just because the more calories you can get away with, the less likely you are to be hungry and the more likely you are to stick to it and the less you're going to bring your metabolism down over time. Okay, so you want, the idea is to be able to eat the most amount of calories you can with the most amount of food you sort of can without banning yourself from certain foods. Um, and still lose weight. That's the premise of everything, right? So it's not about how fast you can do it. It's not about 
how much shite you can keep in your calories so it's not about how many mcdonald's you can fit in your calories because a lot of people who have watched the whole fucking calorie deficit movement think that's the case definitely not you want to eat as much food that fills you up and as much food that gives you nutrients so you don't feel like a bag of shit because that's going to get you to stop um, so that's the premise of calories you want to make this as easy as you can and if you're full as fuck and you're losing weight that's a good thing that is like the best position you can be in um, which is something a lot of people say to me at the start right and it's for this reason so with protein right try not get too bogged up in the numbers I'm about to say and I'll give you the reason why protein probably the next important thing after calories arguably just as important because if you don't do this you're going to spend your calories on shite the two ranges I'd give you, if you're a woman, I'd give you 100 to 150 grams of protein. Or if you're a man, I would give you 150 to 200 grams of protein. The higher, the more you weigh, the higher up that range you want to eat. Um, but a lot of people will say eat one times your body weight in pounds in protein. If you're really overweight and you're on less calories, that can literally be the case of the only way you could hit that is sniffing lines of chicken. With these two ranges, it's not it's very easy to do um, it's actually not difficult at all it's only difficult if you don't think about it whatsoever so like one of the biggest tips i'll give you is just get 30 to 40 grams of protein with your breakfast so that's a case of instead of having toast and butter for breakfast have toast and like bacon medallions or toast and hex sausages um, instead of having cereal or milk for breakfast have oats and protein powder have a protein yogurt and with something else just make sure your first meal has a bit of protein in it. Bet you from there on, that's that'll help you out so much. And set and even see even stupid little fixes like, say someone's like, oh, I have, like, I'm trying to hit my protein target. I have tuna pasta, still can't hit it. I'm like, right, so you got one tin of tuna in there, and you got hundred grams of pasta. Why don't you stick two gram, two cans of tuna, and seventy grams of pasta? It's literally tiny, tiny little things like that. So people have this complex that they can't have too much of a of a meat or a protein source when actually that's what they want to do they have what have double what they're having of the protein sources so they can hit the protein goal um other things i would start you on is seven thousand steps a day and we want to keep it's like a toolbox we when we're losing weight we want to keep our tools in the box as long as possible so you don't want to start on low calories so because that's you using all your tools calorie wise you don't want to start on high steps because that's you used all of your steps tools imagine up there's a fucking five spanners in there they all represent your steps you want to take the smallest one and then the one after that is eight thousand steps you want to take you want to leave that in the box for now fuck i've never fucking talked about spanners and steps i am um, the other thing we want to do is five to ten fruit and veg a day so with the calorie goal the protein goal and the fruit and veg goal if you're near those ranges that'll make your diet better than 99 percent of the countries and um, remember 60 percent of the uk is overweight so if you're in these ranges the fruit and veg means that you're definitely getting in some vitamins um, and minerals stuff that's going to nourish your body and um, the protein means you're going to definitely have filling foods in there that are going to fill you up and the calorie goal means you're keeping your calories in check which is the main thing think of the other two things that are the protein goals there to fill you up 
and the fruit and veg go is there to make sure that you still include food that's going to make you feel better by the way within those calorie goals especially at the start you're going to have space for some foods that you really enjoy so if you've used all say you're, you've got 300 calories left and you've hit all of those goals then feel free to have a halo top ice cream or whatever that's the way you want to come at it most of your 80% of your choices should be on good nutritious filling foods hitting those goals 20% hey if you've got 200 calories left fuck it have a dairy milk you'll, you'll survive do you know what I mean that's the way you want to look at it you're not banned from anything like that um, and right the last thing I want to say at the starting point is make sure you know this is a phase put a time frame on it don't diet for any long like I, I'm going to say 12 weeks just so that people don't um, over, over diet 12, think, think about dieting as a phase for 12 weeks once you go past 12 weeks you're honestly getting into the really grim territory and that's where you need to be careful um, I've done it I've done diets for like 17 weeks and I can tell you the last 5 weeks of them were literally hell like genuine hell and it's nothing to do with willpower it's fuck all to do with you as a person it's the it's what dieting does to you what restricting your calories does to you what it does to your hormones your energy levels and just how you feel in general so try to fucking take it seriously for the 12 weeks and then cut yourself off after 12 weeks and bring your calories back up which we'll go through at the end and from this point for the next 12 weeks all we're gonna or the only thing we're really gonna manipulate like all of those goals stay the same actually as well three full body sessions a week and that should be your main priority above all of this because I, my whole thing is getting people to change their lifestyle and the lifting three times a week is the the main one and there's a free plan um, with video tutorials in my bio for that that the one that I fucking advertise all the time that is a plan for you to follow right and it's yeah so the only thing we're going to manipulate ever is calories and steps and I'll tell you in 10 minutes or so what when we're going to change them and why you need to make sure you don't change them too fast and um, right alongside of this what else should you be doing so before i get into this take into consideration your lifestyle when i'm talking about sleeping all that karen i don't need to hear about your three kids and how they wake you up every two hours i don't need you to voice message me in instagram dms moaning about your life just you know your users are intelligent enough to take what i'm saying here and uh, see what you can apply to your life People love to tell me what they can't apply to their life. Honestly, if I don't know, if I don't know you privately, I do not give a fuck what you can't achieve that I'm trying to ask, or that I'm trying to promote. I don't give a fuck. I am. Um, if you've got thirty kids and you can't sleep, and I've said try to get seven to nine hours of sleep, I don't give a fuck if you can't do it. Don't moan at me. I'm just trying to help. And um, so these are the things that we can try supplement and with your lifestyle at the same time um, that will help you stick to these goals um, so what I get clients to do is either weigh every day or weigh three to five times a week this is because most people especially from slumming clubs and stuff like that have got into the habit of weighing themselves once a week and then attaching all, like their happiness to what that weight is on that given day and if it doesn't go down they lose the fucking plot 
actually exposing yourself to the scale more often and understanding why it goes up and down, all the different fluctuations that we'll not get into. Um, but seeing that it, you're looking for it to be a gradual trend over time and weighing yourself more often will expose yourself to that and you'll start, you even without doing too much research, you'll start seeing, oh here, sometimes my weight just goes up half a pound for no reason. Oh here, on my period, my weight goes up three kilos and then comes straight back down. Um, I hear that weigh myself over um, my period it just goes up for like five days and then comes back down you'll see the trends and you'll see that you're looking for it to come down over time but it's never going to go down every time you stand on it you'll see sometimes your weight just sticks for seven days and then it comes down after that this is why you want to weigh yourself more often so you can expose yourself to the weight fluctuations because a lot of people will have, make the mistake of they've actually followed a pretty good framework for a full week then they've weighed themselves on a Monday and then another Monday and on the Sunday the second time they went 200 calories over what they usually consume weigh themselves they've put on like quarter of a pound when they thought they'd been pretty much bang on all week they might actually have lost fat that week they've just weighed themselves when there's going to be a slight fluctuation honestly there's fluctuate like the amount of salt you've consumed one day, the amount of carbs you've consumed one day, what time you went to the toilet at, um, stress, if you're lifting, like if you do a big leg day, all of these factors can contri can contribute to you fluctuating higher that day. Doesn't mean you've gained any fat, and it doesn't mean and there's nothing you can do to really stop that. Like it, carbs aren't bad for you, salt aren't, isn't bad for you. It's just if you consume a bit more, you might hold a bit more water that day, so you might weigh a bit more the next day doesn't mean you've gained fat so it's exposing yourself to the scale so you understand that try to get seven and nine hours sleep a night and try to go to bed at the same time every night so that you can do that and then another tip for sleep is putting your phone on the other side of the room so you don't keep scrolling on it and also so you don't keep giving yourself dopamine hits before you go to sleep again Karen I don't give a fuck about your kids um if you can't do that just try even implement something to make you sleep an hour longer and um, again if you can't do that Karen shut up um, and try to get up around the same time same as going to bed at the same time so your circadian rhythm if you try keep it at the same times then you'll find your sleep will be better um, the other thing to do is like this kind of plays into the the weighing yourself thing celebrate your lifting numbers way more so if your chest press goes like you want to be trying to focus on the lifting number so if you follow that plan tracking your lifts it's way more impressive to me if your like deadlift goes up if your remaining deadlift goes up if your goblet squat goes up celebrate that way more than the scale going down because over over the next 10 years of your life the amount of strength you the amount of strength progress you make is going to contribute way more to your the way you look and how happy you are with the way you look and just like your self-worth in general those lifting numbers are going to play into that way more than what like your one week where you weighed less that they're way more important and what is you want to get into the habit of fucking celebrating that way more i've got things with my clients what's called like non-scale weight victories and it's just stuff like that basically like just stupid shit where someone goes here I fucking I used to be so paranoid about my, myself 
when I went swimming, I was in a bathing costume and I just went, fuck it. And I went and wear a bathing costume anyway. I'm only five weeks into coaching. Um, and I realised an hour in that it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's a fucking win. Do you know what I mean? That's a non-scale weight victory for me. And people are all, like people that come to me or people that come to personal trainers in general are starting from like pretty low points. That's why I hate most PTs because they don't really understand that. And like I understand it because I'd have been fucking the most insecure cunt on the planet when I was like 16, 17, 18, 19. And even when I lost weight the first time, still severely insecure. Um, and it, like I would hate to go to parties where, um, the, I remember thinking about it the other day, there was this boy that used to have a jacuzzi where we used to go to parties too. And I'd be like 19 maybe. And I used to dread going to those because no matter how drunk I got, I knew as soon as they got in the jacuzzi, there'd be loads of girls that fancied, fancied from school or whatever. And I just knew I was going to have to take my top off and get in there. And even though they probably didn't care, didn't notice, I thought they did. And it made me fucking anxious as fuck. And I, not maybe not anxious, I never had anxiety or anything then, but I was just self-conscious as fuck. So those are the non-scale weight victories. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just trying to sleep more, weighing yourself more, celebrating lifting numbers more. There's probably other, there's obviously other stuff I get my clients to do, but I don't, I think that's enough for this. Right, so went and manipulate things. So we went through how we're only gonna change steps or calories really, look at the toolbox. And we're thinking there's only really steps and calories in there. You can do cardio, but I don't really tend to, like, that's more of a bodybuilding thing where they're like, right, you've got an hour on the cardio today. Fuck that, mate. You're, I, I never diet my clients to the point where they need to start doing cardio for purely for an ex, extra, bit of an expen, uh, extra bit of expenditure because I'm not trying to get clients absolutely ripped because I honestly think there's a point where like everything I coach is about I'm more taking people's self worth self worth and trying to improve it and my modality for that is lifting and like just monitoring. Like I my clients who probably listen to this will know that I do this, but I pick up on the way people speak a lot. If people even people were inquiring with me and they're like, I'm a fat lazy bastard, I'm like, you're just telling yourself that that's not necessarily true that's something you need to catch on straight away clients will laugh at that because they know that i do it with everything if someone says to me like one of my clients is like oh, i've set this goal of losing 10 kilos and i'm like mm, don't do that there's no point there's absolutely nothing happens when you use you lose that 10 kilos but a lot happens when all your lifts go up um, and you've been going to the gym for like 12 weeks and you might only have lost five kilos in those 12 weeks but you'll be fucking feel completely different and you'll feel like you'll feel incredible if you go to the gym three times a week for 12 weeks get stronger and lose five kilos like you'll feel fucking class if you allow yourself to and were if you were to set the weight loss goal of losing 10 kilos in those 12 weeks you'd be like i'm a failure see do you know what i mean it's very important the way you word things and like the way people set themselves up up for failure that's what i try catch people on um, and I try catch them really quick and change the way they think about all those things that's what my coaching is more about my coaching not getting your photo shoot ready if you want to get photo shoot ready 
and fucking flirt with eating disorders, you can go to a plethora of coaches around the UK that only want to put your progress picture up so they can do the same thing with other people and effectively starve people for business. I'm not for that's not for me. I want to make people's lives better, not get them a better picture that they can throw on Tinder, even though they're fucking now three stone heavier than that fucking picture they've put on Tinder. Um, right, so when to change things. So we've got the, the toolbox. Most people do this too quick, right? So people will, when we're weighing ourselves every day, people will maybe get to the point where they've not lost weight for four days and they're like, right, my, my metabolism's now lowered to the point and it's adapted to the, the 1800 calories I'm on. I've not lost weight for four days. That must mean something's wrong. I need to cut these calories. Wait at least seven to ten days of your weight staying roughly the same, given that you haven't like had a weekend away or had a few times where you've went over your calories. Given that you've been roughly on point, hundred over hundred under, um, of the the goal you're on. Don't change your calories unless you've been on the calories you're you're meant to be on, and your weight hasn't been down for seven to ten days. Also, when you change these calories, only bring it down by like 100. Um, not 200, 200 is probably too much. Buy 100, you wanna keep some of these tools in the toolbox. What you can do as well, is you can bring your calories up, uh, your steps up by 1,000. You can use that slightly bigger spanner to bring your calories up by um, 1,000. Again, you, this is another thing, you can't really take the piss with this, because if you up your steps by 3,000. Before you know it, you're on like 20,000 steps um, and 1,200 calories if you do all of this too quick. Your metabolism will be on the floor and like there's not enough time in the day to be doing 20,000 steps of workout and like fucking cooking and all that. They're just, we, do, we don't have that time and I know Karen definitely doesn't have that time. She fucking told me about it. Um, so you want to consider that as well. You're not a, su a superhuman. We all burn out, we all can't do everything, um, which is another vital lesson that you need to learn. Um, right, so yeah, that, um, well, just to explain why we bring them down by 100 or just something about metabolic adaptation. So with, with your calories, right, so say you're, like, just say your maintenance is 2,300, that is, like, I'd say that's a woman because that'd be too low for a man, but someone who is maybe slightly overweight as a woman, it's not a far stretch for her maintenance calories in general just to be about 2,300. She needs to come down low enough for it to be lower than what her metabolism can just quickly adapt to. So if you just take, like, if you were to just go on a 100 calorie deficit, nothing would happen. Um, you, like if you were to just start eating 2,200, nothing would happen, your metabolism would just ad adapt to that. And then if you went back up to 2,300, nothing would probably happen. Even if you went to 2,400, you might get away with that as well. This is why you can manipulate your calories up the way as well, because if you do it slowly, then it, it shouldn't make your weight jump up and you shouldn't really start gaining fat if you're um, conservative with how much you're pushing it up. And, taking your time with it. Um, so you need a sharp enough deficit to start losing weight. So that's usually why 
you put someone on 500 less especially at the start so like if it's 1800 which is probably the cow the like the 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 most often the most the number i start people on the most is probably 1800 and um, so it could be for like this individual that's maintenance was 2300 now we if she's now say she's been on me for three or four weeks she's lost whatever two between two and four kilos and her weight's now stayed the same for like seven to ten days um I'll just say it's six weeks, right? Well, weight's now stayed the same for seven to ten days. All I'm going to do is chop off a hundred and um, put a thousand steps on. Again, this is why, like, you need to remember that this isn't coaching. This is like me talking about some ideal scenario or a framework of someone without considering, like, fucking things coming up, holidays, um or do you know what I mean this is like just as if things were running exactly <coughs> how they should be and someone was sticking to something <coughs> to a T sorry it feels like there's a snake in my throat <coughs> <coughs> and that sounded like a fucked up Toy Story quote um, well, oh I lost my train of thought there train of thought train of thought um, so yeah 1700 calories We'll be giving this person and then a thousand step increase and then their weight loss should kick on a little bit again now the longer you diet the more your metabolism is coming down with this so just say it might be another two weeks down the line and i may or maybe three weeks where the same thing has happened it's been seven to ten days again and Shirley, Shirley's the one with the maintenance of 2,300, her, her weight's stalled again. <coughs> now, we can then do, again, just chop 100 down, add 1,000 steps, she's now on 9,000 steps and 1,600 calories. The same might happen again two weeks further down the line. So if I just, I would say the, just a, an ideal sort of, amount of weight to lose for someone that's maybe like 20 30 kilos overweight or just say they're 20 kilos overweight and they've never lifted before if they can lose anywhere between six to nine kilos in 12 weeks again even if you lost four it's pretty fucking good um, and you will have learned a lot the main thing is you're learning you're that's what you want to think about even if it's not that you'll never get the progress you want because we think we can achieve things faster than what we can and everything i think i can achieve it faster in business i think i can get more podcast listeners quicker than what i can and um, so we think we can do everything faster than what we can what you want remember is it's a learning process so typically if say they were in between that six and nine kilos that they've lost i might start them on 1800 by the end of the 12 weeks following that structure i've laid out they might be on 1400 calories for the last two or three weeks and um, maybe the last week i might bring them down to like 1300 and just go listen if you can't stick to that just let me know we'll bring them up we'll stop before the end of the 12 weeks for the dieting phase we'll just start bringing you up in calories early the full time i'm constantly like how's your hunger levels how are you feeling um how's the gym going and if they're giving me signs that they can't stick to it or they go here I uh, went over my calories massively last night. I was fucking starving. My cycle's coming up. I'll just be like, right, you've lost six or seven kilos. 
let's fucking call it that. Good job, well done. Let's bring your calories back up for a while and get stronger in the gym because when you're starting to bring your calories up, you've a lot of these people that have came to me might have been training the full time and like they've no other experience but training on less calories. As soon as I put them in more calories, their lifts are gonna go up in the gym because they're training with more energy in them. Food is energy. When you eat more food, you will have more energy in the gym. This is why most like right now I've been on more calories for two years because I'm trying to get stronger in the gym. So even if we when you're doing maintenance, if you're just used to training on less calories, when you train on maintenance calories, the gym, you'll fly in the gym. Like you'll get so much stronger. So that's what you want to get. That's where I'm like, right, listen, you're fucking you fucking get those lifts up because you've got more food in you. Fuck the scale, that's gonna go up like a kilo over the next six weeks and it's not gonna be fat. Who cares about the scales? We care about the fucking kgs on that Romanian deadlift of yours. That's the way you want to come out of things. Um, so yeah, that's when to change things. Right, mine, mindset, I'm, I'm more gonna treat this as like a little checklist, right? I think this might be one of my best podcasts. I'm definitely gonna fucking send everyone this in my DMs to ask me about calories. Um, I've been on top form today, fucking just spitting out straight fucking fire facts. Said no one from fucking Glasgow ever. Um, mindset, right? So a few things to note. Just let the scale do its thing. Don't just you're you're wanting to get, and I even say things to clients where I'm like. Say if you've ate more at the weekend, I want you to weigh yourself on the Monday and I want you to see it go up like a kilo and a half and I want you to see it come back down um, over the next four days without you eating less calories than the goal I've gave you because I want you to start getting used to that because that's life, that's literally life. And if you can expose, the more you can expose yourself to that, the better. Same way if someone said to you, oh, here I'm fucking terrified of going on dates. It's like, well, you're not gonna get back, you're not gonna, Get over that fear of by not going on dates you're gonna have to go on dates it's the same thing so i i literally like i'm like go get on the scale on the monday like i want you to see you go up a kilo and a half and realize nothing fucking bad happens it's just you're gonna hold on a bit more water for a while thank you for turning on that car um jordan that was a great sound in my ear um accept that you won't be perfect so this whole framework i've laid out accept that your weight loss might not go to plan sometimes. Um, and the whole, all you want to realize is that you just get back on it. On it. like, Don't allow yourself to start again on Monday pitch or anything like that. You just realize the next day, just go, fuck it. Do you know what? I went out last night, um, didn't know what was on the menu, ended up getting something that's probably got more calories than I thought it would be. Um, fuck it, that's life, I had a good time. Um, and a little quote you can say to, I'm really sorry about this. Is that even the car? There's always little sounds in the background. I'm really sorry, this garage has a mind of its own. Um, so a little quote you can say that's like a quote I've been saying since 2020 is be consistently decent over inconsistently perfect. And that will help you reframe the way you want to think about like food because most people are like oh, i'm just such a perfectionist i can't do it as if like perfectionism is a good trait that perfectionism is just a way of your brain convincing you that you've got a good trait when actually it's just a way of your brain helping you procrastinate 
that's the way you want to think about perfectionism um, if you go over your calories don't try undo it so if you like have a night out or whatever um, don't don't try like undo what you've done don't try go ridiculously low calories just go back to the calories you've been on you'll see your weight go down um, your main priority is not missing any sessions that's your main priority fuck whatever happens with your food fuck everything else just don't miss your workouts because if you can ingrain that habit it's like a snowball effect on everything else um, so if you do miss a workout just don't under any circumstances miss the next one don't miss don't you don't need to try catch up on workouts just don't miss the next one so if you're trying to go to the gym three times a week and you just you had one planned on sunday you just didn't get it don't try to do four the next week just don't fucking miss the next one and get the free in the next week um think of this as a phase as all with calories gym gym's not a phase gym is pretty or like working out three times a week at least as just life that's it that, that's your lifestyle if you want to like fucking keep lose weight and keep it off um and but dieting less calories as a phase 12 weeks what is that sound i don't even know what that is i think it's a hoover um last one don't set weight loss goals went through that already as a way of setting yourself up for a failure through your own absurd metrics when you haven't actually failed so don't do it thank god that's i'm very i would like to apologize for that sound it actually put me off my you know, vocabulary put me off i can't even say vocabulary fuck fuck a duck vocabulary larry see any words that ends in a r l y i can't say them and i don't i asked before I asked on my Instagram story once before, is that a Glasgow thing or is it just a me thing? I've just not been taught how to say those words. It's not a Glasgow thing. I just can't speak. Um, right, so we're going on to the last um, section of the podcast. You'll be glad to know. I hope I've not bored you too much because it has been a very factual podcast and facts can get boring. Um, but, you know, I try to spice it up every now and then. We've got the Hoover coming in. Put, try to put me off we got me try to say words with Arlie at the end you know we're, we're keeping this fun light-hearted exciting I'm obviously starting to lose the plot because it can't be serious for 50 minutes so that's why you can hear a little bit of me losing the plot this is what I mean I'm not like my reels I'm actually a bit of a weird cunt um, which you probably get from my reels anyway to be fair right so say we've got that ideal framework Shirley she lost six to nine kilos we got her from 1800 down to 1400 our metabolism's dropped a little bit she now even if she stayed in 1400 she wouldn't lose weight because her metabolism has adapted we want to bring her back up and remember her metabolism isn't now like 1400 calories it's because she's not in a sharp enough deficit to keep losing weight and if she was to go in a sharper deficit she get to the point where she can't fucking do it because her calories are too low and then her metabolism will just come down further hormones just come down further this is why we treat it as a phase so she's on the 1400 calories i don't give my clients these two choices but i'll give you these two choices right you can go where we're trying to add anywhere between 500 to maybe 900 calories back on and um, we'll have to do some of that over time 
so we're going to manipulate the calories over time it's called reverse dieting but i don't want to give you this false idea that you can just because even when i first started learning about it i was like oh you can just adapt your metabolism to whatever calories you're on like i just took push my calories up to 5,000 and I'll just not gain weight if I just reverse diet. It's not really, it's not like that. But if, all I'm saying is you can add calories over time and you can just watch what your weight does. And if it's not going up, it means you can add more. That's it, right? Do you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. So we're trying to add maybe 500 to 900 over time and just say, just say Shirley might have to do, might have a little bit more to lose and we're going to do it in two phases. I'd probably ideally like to bring her up for anywhere between four to six weeks. Like maybe diet break for half the amount of time that you dieted or at least a third. But you could do this for longer as well, especially if her lifts are going up in the gym and she's like, here, I feel fucking good. Again, it's about, as a coach, I'm like, I'm asking her, how you feeling also if a weekend she goes i want to keep dying i'm like surely that's not why i hear i don't give a fuck that means that you're too focused on the scale we're going to bring you up and we're going to keep bringing you up because if she says something like that to me that's when i know she this is a lesson and something she has to learn otherwise she's going to still end as a coach i'm like you're going to end up doing what i've done like until you learn this lesson if you don't learn it now you're going to have to learn it in the future. Are you going to keep doing it? Or you're going to keep just running yourself into the ground and yo-yo dieting? So what what you can do is you can either bring your calories up by 500 or like 400 straight away. Say bring her back up to 1,800 um, straight away. Um, what will happen there is you might gain a kilo or two kilos on the scale maybe. Um, but you want to know that that isn't going to be like you're weighing yourself with 400 calories more in your body. So it's literally like an extra meal. Remember that, like an extra meal is inside you when you weigh yourself. So it doesn't mean that there's there's now fat coming onto you. It means that there's gonna be more inside you when you weigh. You're gonna you're gonna retain water with that extra bit of food as well. Some of that's gonna be carbs out of the four hundred calories. So you're gonna retain a bit more water as well. So like if you're if you go up to eighteen hundred, you put a kilo or two on in the scale, then over the next like week that levels out, that means you that's just the, that's just the extra food that you're weighing basically um, and you're, there's not fat coming on you there's only ever fat coming on you if your weight is consistently creeping up see over six weeks if you've you were fucking 80 kilos and over six weeks you went from 80 to 80.5 to 81 to 82 to 83 that's you gaining fat if your weight just if you add calories your weight jumps up and then stays the same um, and then you add calories again and your weight kind of stays the same or it goes up a wee tiny bit, you're not gaining fat there. Um, and you, this is why you really want to focus on the lifting numbers instead because this is why people are scared of going up in calories because they're scared of the numbers on the scale. That's why we want to look at that as just data. Am I, am I eating too much too quick? No, because my weight's just went up a little bit and then it stalled and stayed the same. That's the way you want to look at it. So say we've brought... I would usually put them straight up to like 1800 or 1900 straight away and then over the next like six weeks every time their weight doesn't go up for maybe like seven to ten days it's probably a good framework to do that as well i would just add a hundred 
until I maybe get them back up to like 2,300. I might not, if they only do six weeks, I might not get them all the way up to 2,300. Um, if they wanted to do it for 12 weeks, now like I'm smashing the gym, not really too worried about like the scale, the scales over that 12 weeks, their scale weight maybe went up two or three kilos, but they're shit ton stronger in the gym, their clothes don't feel any different. Um, they know they've gained a lot of strength and their brain's starting to understand that and they know that the manipulating calories down the way, like they know that they can do that again and they understand fat loss so they've got the confidence that even if their weight goes up three kilos it doesn't bother them because they know now know how to bring their calories down and bring them back up then I might have got them all the way from like 1400 to like 2300, 2400 and then if they're like yeah I've still got a little bit to lose we might do another dieting phase and it might be shorter than the first one because you find even if you do this really strategically the second dieting phase the hunger levels um, how much food starts filling you up and how much energy you've got the, those because it's your second time now doing this and you, you weigh less and you've already done this before tend to find these creep up a lot quicker than the first dieting phase so it might be shorter again it's like I'm constantly asking them how, how are you feeling like what what's going on like are you are this is food filling you up are you feeling you can stick to those calories we play it by year none of these are like set in stone numbers it's all about the client how how they feeling and stuff so that's i want you get because before i i probably talk most of most of this myself and then myself i've learned i've learned even more about myself from coaching people obviously and um, but you like you if you're not going to get a coach, you want to like everything I'm saying. You want to like basically become your own coach, and really like, am I just trying to lose more weight here, or, or am I f fucking wrecked? Am I like thinking about food all the time? Can't really sleep. Um, food isn't filling me up, and I'm, I've got no energy. Am I being honest with myself? Right, I should probably fucking stop this diet and stuff, and bring my calories back up. Um last few things you want to say because that's just basically how you bring them back up i don't want to go through too much because i think i said enough and um, just another thing say you've got quite a lot of weight to lose you may do need to do this in like three or four goes and um, this is why you want to be lifting and thinking about the numbers more than anything um another thing just i want to say this as clear as possible fuck the last five to ten pounds that you need to think you lose this is this this photo shoot sorry area you might need to do this once just to understand it but try not like if you're going to do it once try at least be aware of there's no happiness in that last five to ten pounds you can't stay there um and it's i would even say try avoid ever going there because when if you feel like you've generally like i've got five to ten pounds more to lose it can be an area that, like that mindset, you can get stuck in that for like three or four years because you, you you might just not be able to do it because you're, you're, you would have to bring your calories so low and the expenditure so high. So you might just get stuck there, constantly try to lose that last five to 10 pounds. Not even yo-yo, you might just be stuck there forever and you've just hit a brick wall. Um, and that's where I'm like, just, they're not even, even bringing your calories back up for a while and then try to do it again. They're not worth it like there's nothing good comes from losing that last five to ten pounds like at all and it's it's like 
it does, you can't stay there anyway because that's probably a point that you're you're too you're too lean um, and your your body will just reject you trying to stay there and um, this is why all bodybuilders or a lot of bodybuilders develop eating disorders you can see it on instagram see when they're posting like all their massive binges after their shows and stuff and then they're trying to get lean again and they can't do it and it's like yep you've just you've just got yourself an eating disorder you're constantly still trying to restrict and you cannot control your binges like oh i'm trying to get lean for this other show but i've just binging so much like they're uncontrollable it's like a, i've got a stomach that never ends yeah yeah you are you are basically giving yourself an eating disorder there um, and I, I'm so conscious of people doing that to themselves even in my content I'm like I would never want anything that I've posted out there to fucking fly to like sort of lead someone down that path that's why I'm so careful with what I say um, and then last little thing to say is lift is a constant throughout all of this process lift, lift, lift every time your calories go up your lifts should go up way more lift 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 um, and then the last thing as well is continue to weigh yourself if you lose weight and your phase is over when you're bringing your calories back up and all that you still want to expose yourself now to the scale when you're on more calories um, that took me a while to get my head around um, but th those who stop weighing themselves even if you don't like seeing it go up a wee bit see if you stop weighing yourself and you know that you're not dieting anymore and you're out that phase it's very easy to just go back to what you were doing before and it can happen really slowly and before you know it three months later you're back to like not watching anything you eat you're like oh i'm on a diet break but actually you're gaining weight pretty fast over the next year you've gained two stone because you were diet breaking and stopped weighing yourself that honestly so easy to do like so so easy to do and the world we live in where you get overeats and stuff processed foods way higher calories than most people think it is and stuff um, it's way it's so easy to do so lastly before we go I got 109 fucking ratings on Spotify that's class if you can rate the podcast on there that'd be great if you can give me a wee review on Apple my back fucking killing me um, a wee review on Apple some people have wrote me some lovely messages and if you're watching it on YouTube just fucking like the fuck out of it um, and if you're looking for coaching because again the, everything I've said very nuanced um, it's not a framework that like your your frame your fucking journey of this is going to go out the framework quite a lot um, and you might need a coach to help you through that just give me a message on Instagram Instagram saying do you, uh, just saying more info or apply via the link um, that's going to be in the show notes in the description thank you very much for listening um, and I'll, I'll catch you in the next one.